Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drama School Dropout, the UK's third best drama podcast. Today it's episode 117 and we are concluding the two-year anniversary celebrations of Drama School Dropout and we are also concluding 2022. Today is the last episode until the new year and it's an absolute banger to end with. But before we jump into it, I just want to say a massive thank you for the continued support throughout this year. It genuinely means the world and it's been such a mental year. Banging guest after banging guest and genuinely, I'm just so thankful. I'm very grateful, but I won't talk for too long because I'm about to do that in the episode. So without further ado, it's episode 117 with the absolutely fabulous Gabrielle Monica Hughes. Drama school dropout, no graduation day for you. Drama school dropout, thought your whole course, now try something new. Drama school dropout. Welcome to the podcast, how are we? I'm good, thanks. Thanks so much for having me, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on, genuinely. I know it took us a while to get to this point. Hello. <laughs> But um, it is the final episode of Drama School Dropout of 2022. Um, It's the 20th of December. Christmas tree is up. We're totally not recording this in advance. Um, (laughs) Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. All that jazz. Whatever you sell. Happy holidays. Happy to everyone out there because it's it's kind of mad that people listen to this all over the world. Um, It still boggles my mind. Um, amazing. absolutely amazing oh it's like it it genuinely it blows my mind I can talk about this now and you're the only person that will know um as of like right now as of time of recording last night I recorded my second year anniversary special which was out on December the 1st to so go back and listen to it and it was with Jenna Oshkowitz from Glee wow. and Glee was a massive part of my life and like I came off of that and I think that's why I'm like drained because yeah. all I keep thinking is she like changed my life on that TV show and massive and I got to chat with her last night like she knows who I am yeah. do you know what I mean it's fucking crazy well I have listened to some of your episodes um with Thank the you. girl from Jume private school girl oh. I was freaking out I love Jume so when Jume I was my entire secondary school experience <laughs> yeah. so when you chatted to Georgie I was like I absolutely love this um so yeah it's been it's been a lot of fun listening yeah no because I remember we should probably just let everybody know as well we went to the same uni um yes. you were a year above me I do remember I think I was having a pretty shit day actually and I think you sort of cheered me up that day you kind of was just like out of the blue oh by the way I listened to your podcast and I felt so famous for the rest of the day it's like <laughs> people know me people know who I am People know me, but yeah, no, it's it's all fun and games. How are we doing? I'm good. Um, I obviously just graduated, like in in Congratulations. July. So thank you very much. Um, so like I I'm going through a lot of change and a lot of kind of adjustment. It's horrible. Yeah. So there's like no routine. There's no like oh I need to do uni work, which I miss it because I was there for two years. Do you know what I mean? It's a big part of my life. Um. But it's just about like adjusting and I'm just trying to like get my body back to like a normal routine. Um, I've been extra busy, so my sleeping pattern's like fucked. <laughs> um, but yeah. Relatable content. Excited for what's coming up and excited to get, to get into it. Do you know, I'm like, my total outlook 
on this whole industry has changed this past year. Like I used to be the person that would sit in the corner going, well, they've got a job. Fuck them. I'm unemployed. Fuck them. Um, but genuinely, like, I feel like you're one of the people that I'm constantly seeing on Instagram, constantly doing things. I'm like, Do you know what? Happy for her. Love yeah. it. Um, oh, thanks so much. It's a hard one because like you, well, I'm still learning about the balance of like what to talk about and what to share and like, you're trying to find the balance of not being boastful but at the same time like being excited about what you're doing do you know what right i'm gonna stop that for a second because i am gonna send you a tiktok after we've recorded this this tiktok changed my whole entire outlook on life and i used to be the exact same didn't want to talk about what i was doing because you don't want to come across as like look at what i'm doing xyz this TikTok, this girl basically says, if you're speaking to people who are on your level, they'll congratulate you. you you're not bragging to people that yeah. people that have been there, have done that, are going through the struggles. They will understand. Like, so do not think of it as bragging. Yeah. And if if people do think you are bragging, you're in the wrong room. In the wrong. Yeah, exactly. You're right, hundred percent. And it changed my life. Send me. I'll be. I'll I feel be... like I should get it up and I should shout the girl out that that said it. It's on my liked my liked TikToks. But she's like, if people like understand what you're doing and understand the journey of getting there, you're not bragging. And yeah. it was like totally. It changed my life. I want to shout this girl out, even though she doesn't need it. She's got like millions of followers. But <laughs> fuck, is it? There it is. So on TikTok, she is at Madam Joyce. Madam Joyce. Right. And I'm just going to very quickly, I'm sure I follow you on TikTok. It's not there. I'll send you it after. Um, but this TikTok is like, you're not bragging to people who understand what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And like, that is now like just what I'm following. And I'm like, you're not bragging. People that understand you and are on your level and understand the work that you're putting in, you're not bragging. You're celebrating your success. Yeah. And that's, that's really look at it actually never thought of it like that no because especially in drama school it's sort of even though you're constantly told it's not a competition it is and you are in competition like how many auditions have you been in where people that you know have been there yeah quite a lot yeah so and it is a competition and even though that like they'll say in drama school you're not in competition with each other and people will say it's all about what you do and what you don't it's a competition with the, like the people that i know every audition i've went to this year there's been somebody i know there yeah and don't get me wrong i'm so happy that when people are successful in that but those people that you're with they will understand what you're doing and if they're not there to help you celebrate your success there's no point in having them around exactly feature like yes. no because it's something that really heavily used to like I used to I'm quite like an outgoing person anyway but I just didn't talk about anything that I was doing and then yeah. it come to a point like I just sort of broke down one day and I was like it was Samantha McGowan actually I'll shout her out I'll tell the story and she was like it was outside of uni one day and she was like what's wrong with you and I was like I just feel like I'm coming across a bit hard to swallow right now because I've spoke about what I'm doing. And at this point I was getting ready to do the show that me and Heather had wrote and I was doing the podcast and it was like when it was properly kicking off and she was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I just feel like I'm being a bit hard to swallow. So I'm just taking a step back. And Sam was like, no, and sent me this TikTok that I'm talking about. And she was like, talk about what you're doing because it's what you're doing and it's what you're good at. And don't feel like because these people haven't done it, that you're boasting 
because one day they will do it um nah definitely like especially at Inclan, like you're trying to i know it's not a competition but it is because everyone's competing for the same scottish industry do you know what i mean so it is kind of competition and you're trying and mm. all get the same agents because there is like there's a like, very little scottish agents do you know what i mean that you can apply for so mm. everyone is kind of striving to to be the best and to and to get the best so i completely understand that and it's been so hard recently, especially I found when I was contacting agents, a lot of people were coming back and saying, we can't currently get work for people that are currently on our books. So we can't take anyone new on. Yeah, that's fair. Which is 100% like I don't want to be on someone's books and be at the sidelines. Like you want somebody to like be fighting for you. Yeah. And it's it's shit. Yeah, like I think, well, I've actually signed for my agent a year to say, here's my university. But Fun. like even, I know it's, it's, it's so mad to think about it, but like, you do what that and you're with did. a good agent as well you must, am, must be agent. a good actor <laughs> i must be quite okay <laughs> my job <laughs> so my agent's so good um they, like everyone at the everyone at the team like they do like really fight for me like they put me up for good stuff all the time and it's always things that i am interested in so it shows that they're like attention hmm. to what I'm, I'm good at which is which is really nice to have someone like in your corner doing yeah that. I didn't even get a meeting with any Scottish agents. After Showcase. Mm. So, I got nothing from Showcase. So our Showcase was, like, we didn't have a live audience. Yeah. So we just got clips, which was easier to, like, send out. Mm. Which I kind of think is a blessing in disguise for us. Because we didn't have the whole, like, upstairs and tramway, like, networking and all that. Like, we didn't we really have it either. Did you not? We, there was a few people that stayed, but it was more people that we'd sort of known. Yeah. But it was, like, nobody, because we... It, our showcase was right on like Omicron. Like we would, we didn't even know if we were going to have a showcase. Like, and I remember we, there was a few people that like came and spoke to us and stuff, but nobody, like there was no agents. Um, And a lot of it was like emailing people, but I know what my issue is in the Scottish industry and it's all good. Do you? Yeah. I'm not Scottish. That's the issue. Yeah. But I think, I think as well, well, like that situation, like the networking situation is an awkward thing to do. Like, yeah. like it's really awkward to walk to someone and be like, hi, like basically sign me. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think like that process is a difficult one for anybody to kind of endure, like to go up and just be yeah. like, so comfortable and be like, hi, I know you've just watched me, but like, do you like me? You what, did I mean? you, like, what did you think of me? Tell yeah, me. So I'm kind of really fortunate that our group didn't have that. Yeah. I, and we just well i just i can't speak for anyone else but i i know i just emailed rapid and it took like a while though i didn't like sign with kilter right away it took like maybe like a month and a half two mm. months for them to to get back to me and stuff but i'm so lucky i didn't need to network because i would have been horrible <laughs> at it i remember um we were doing showcase and i don't know if she'll want to be named on the podcast so i'll just the the lecturer that sort of organizes showcase you'll know who i'm talking about yeah. Um, I remember she was sitting at the front of the class and she was like, Showcase is not going to change your life. You're probably not going to get an agent out of Showcase. And I was sat at the back of the room going, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> like, might not be the case for the rest of these people, but I'm a superstar. Um, and obviously I wasn't saying this aloud or anything. Yeah. Um, and my Showcase was bone dry, like didn't get nothing through Showcase. And I remember Sam McGowan got an email halfway through showcase really from from a decent agency yeah and you're trying to do that thing where you're like i don't want to run and check my emails right now 
because I want to be like, yay, congratulate. But deep down inside, I was so jealous. You're like refreshing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing. And then the worst thing was our showcase was on a Friday and nobody emails you on a Saturday or a Sunday. So it was it was like sitting on like pins yeah, that waiting. weekend. And then Monday morning rolled around and I'm like refreshing. Nothing's coming. And it took like a good three or four days for me to just accept that nothing was coming yeah and nothing came for anyone yeah i I was going to say like quite a lot of the mts from your all of them got signed like it's quite a vulnerable situation do you know what i mean like yeah even though people say don't worry about getting an agent like that's literally all that goes through your head and you can't like take that away. a hundred percent like that's literally it really is and you spend like a lot of the time preparing to like meet with agents and talk with agents so like even though it's about showcasing your talent I, like mm. that's what does go through people's heads mm. like it's like oh am i going oh, to yeah. this like i remember sitting outside we did it at tramway so there's like a big massive backstage area i remember sitting outside like the stage wings even though it was just like a door that went onto stage and i had on my computer a chart like a graph uh, not a graph, a table with everybody who was coming, their headshots, so I knew what they looked like, what they did, what they'd cast before. Mm-hmm. And I spent like the time before going on stage, not focusing on about what I was doing on stage, but going through going, yep, yeah, that's XYZ. She just cast this. She's had somebody in that. So I knew what to because that was like, I was like, I know I I know I know these lines. Like that's fine. Yeah. Like, but I want to be able to go out and like have a conversation with these people. Yeah, because it's not just about being talented. Like, you need to be able to, like, have a conversation and be yeah. careful and, like, know, you have to know your shit, essentially. Like, yeah. you have to know who you're talking to. And um, we didn't, obviously, because ours is online, we had no mm. clue who was going to watch ours and we had no clue who was going to, like, look at ours. So it was kind of yeah. just like a, a bow and arrow shooting, like, let's just see where it lands and just send it anyway. But, like, it, it is, it's not just about being a good actor like you have to be able to have the initiative mm. to like research who's coming and and have a and be able to have a chat with them as well so that's also really important i think and even when you do get an agent the work doesn't come running i've just booked two jobs and it's been like maybe nine months of auditioning yeah. like it doesn't happen right away i've been signed since may and i think i've had five or six auditions and some of them was for stuff that i didn't really want to do but i just signed with the agent and i was like yes i'll do this i'll audition for the stranger things interactive experience in london even though i know there's absolutely no chance i'm moving my life to london to do an interactive experience yeah like i'm not crazy. doing immersive <laughs> stuff i'm not yeah. moving if it's in glasgow or like edinburgh yeah i'll do it but like i'm not moving to london to be like Stranger Things immersive cast. I'm all right for that. Be the host. <laughs> no, no, I don't even think I'd move it for that. But I discovered while I was sort of doing my legal stalking that we have another thing in common. We both okay. went to the same college. Yes, we did. We're both little Kelvinites. Did you do MT? Yes, I did MT. I started when I was 17, so left high school right away. When was uh, that? T- 2017. 2017. <laughs> so you were there at the same time as me. You probably would have been I was 2016 to 2019. Did you do the acting course? Yeah. Yeah, so I did uh, NQMT, HNC, HNDMT. And how did you find Kelvin? Did you like I it? loved it. But I do, I absolutely adore it. I was there actually yesterday. I know, I saw that. Um, yeah. I'm going to go and do some workshops for them as well. 
I was teaching, um, but I was I was so much fun and I loved my lectures. But talking about like traumatic things that you did at drama school or anything like that, do you have a funny, crazy, out there drama school story? Yeah, so this is like, I think I think this is hilarious thinking back on it now. But um, do you know how that way you first go to college and you're like, this is my whole entire life and everybody yeah. in this room is my absolute best friend for life and I, I love everybody and like everybody just sleeps with everybody so never so, experienced that yeah. my I've, I've, so I've never that. slept with anyone that i've been in a drama class with so i, I this is not so about sleeping with someone but basically when <laughs> there was a boy that i quite fancied in my college year and i was 17 um and we like were like going on dates and stuff and like i thought this like my soulmate I thought I'd met my soulmate right um and then we broke up like two days later and it was the most horrific breakup I've ever been through when I was 17 right I was traumatized um and then like two days later he got with another girl in the class right love that and then our lecture was like right guys we're going to do Hamilton as like a little mini musical and let's audition for it so I we all auditioned for it and the boy got Hamilton and I got Eliza <laughs> so like we had to go through rehearsal absolutely hating each other for this whole time and then like my lecture was like so why aren't you just kissing <laughs> like where's the kiss like we had to like reenact the kiss so many times because we just wouldn't do yeah. it and I think so funny looking back on that now I thought that was like the worst thing yeah like it was it was so traumatic my lecture was like so why aren't why wouldn't you do the kiss and we were just like nope and like uh, yeah when I'm 17 year old is not putting his tongue in my mouth <laughs> 17 year old me thought that was the worst thing in the world which also mentioning Hamilton that um the current Alexander Hamilton is from Glasgow Yes, he is. He's lovely. Mm. Um, I'm so proud. It's so great to see it. I've never um, met him, but he's friends with a lot of, like, we've got lots of common friends. friends. Yeah. yeah, that's the word I'm looking for, mutual friends. Yeah. <laughs> got a lot of common friends, those working class folk. Yeah, he used to, I think he used to be signed with the same agent as me, I'm sure, and then moved um, to the agent he's with now. But yeah, um, a lot of mutual friends and it's really nice to see. You can now become an official drama school dropout. We're now on Patreon and you can help this podcast grow on so many levels. As an official drama school dropout, you'll have access to unique benefits, including exclusive early access to episodes before anyone else. To become an official drama school dropout, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash drama school dropout. The sold out five star player is returning to Webster's Theatre. This is where we get off by Ingram Noble and Heather Spiden follows the Moffat family through some of the most difficult days of their lives. Yvonne is seven months pregnant, her husband Philip is constantly disappearing and leaving dodgy phone bills behind, their 18 year old son Lip is debating joining the army and trying to navigate his love life, and their dog breeding sex toy selling neighbour Rhonda is still doing her weekly shop in their kitchen. How will they cope with the unexpected arrival of an estranged family member? Make sure to get your tickets from the link in the show notes below to see This Is Where We Get Off at the Webster's Theatre on the 11th of February, 2023. But talking about Two Doors Down, congratulations. Thank you. Um, Oh, thanks so much. How long did that take? Like, when did you start auditioning for Two Doors? So, so mad because I'd never even heard of the show or never knew what it was. I've known about it. I've never watched it. um, Never knew. I didn't have an idea about it. Um, And my agent sent me... Sent me a, like, gave me a call and she was like, 
I got self tape for you um for two doors down and I was going through a time and I was like listen I just can't be fucked doing anything like I didn't want to tape for it um not because I I was just tired and run yeah. down and it was like you get those days um and I think it's I was like, like not today tape. Julie yeah I was like all right okay I think I'll I'll tape for it but in my head I was like I really just can't be bothered taping at all um and then I woke up one day from a nap and I was like right I better just do it but yeah. like it wasn't my best audition in the slightest. Like if I'm looking at it now, it wasn't my best tape whatsoever. And like one of my best friends like read over Zoom for me and it was just, I was looking back and I was like, this is just so half arse. Like you can look at my face and tell that I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. So I just sent it anyway and didn't really think anything of it. And then literally about two days later, my agent called again and it was George and he was like, well, you've got a recall for two doors down. And I was like, right, okay, maybe I should better watch the show. So I did a little binge watch um still had no idea how big it was or still yeah no idea um and then i went in for the recall at bbc studios and met with the director and the producer and did this did the sides and stuff had a chat and then i left um and i phoned for my boyfriend at the time and i phoned him and i was like oh that was like it was okay like i didn't really think it went that way and then got the call the next day and they told me that i'd got it and i was just like what like so it just shows you like if you could never be bothered do it anyway because you yeah. never know what's going to come from it so then i got the job and into like rehearsals a couple of times because wait i'm not allowed to say what i'm about to say so I, i'm careful so i went into rehearsal a couple of times because it's quite a big episode that i'm yeah. in so it needed a little bit of rehearsal but yeah i had a couple of weeks and then i went into film um and it was kind of the most surreal thing i've ever ever mm. happened to me yeah the whole cast were absolutely lovely and and then the sun wrote an article about me and it was like yes i saw that i was like what is going on here <laughs> um and that was a, a little bit of a scary situation but then i realized that like when you put things on social media they can kind of just take anything they want and did you not know they were doing that no um and because it, look, it looked like you knew it looked like i spoke to them yeah i was like my publicist is going to absolute like kill me like bbc are going mm. to fire me because I, it looks like i've gave this interview <laughs> and it's it was all going crazy but turns out it was it was absolutely fine because it was completely out of my control um and i done a TikTok and like 70 it got like 70k views because of this because mm. of the show and i was like don't didn't realize how big this show actually is um, just waiting for the blue tick now yeah genuinely but i deleted it just because i got a little bit freaked out to be honest but i think earlier I was talking about like finding balance and stuff now like a lot of people now follow me that didn't follow me because of this show so I think it's just about trying to figure out like gauging what's too much to post and like trying to keep things private now I that was like a wee bit of a learning curve for me but at the same time like I, I they're going to just take whatever they could like I think I tweeted about the job I'm about to do at the Tron because I booked that before mm. I booked two doors down so I tweeted about that first and then they took it and like made it out as if I was talking about another job and I was like just come ask me and I'll tell you're you. just famous no. that's it <laughs> absolutely so yeah it was a bit of a learning curve but I can I'm so grateful for the job and so grateful for like being able to to do it as a career now so absolutely like that just comes with the job do you know what I mean did you steal anything from the set of two doors down I did but I I can't show it else I would show you no um, I do you don't have to show us um <laughs> I, I, love... what, I didn't steal it but um my driver took took it and then came and dropped off in my house because it was such a rush to get things um but i do have it um and 
Uh, yeah, it's so cute. That's we'll not, see it quite... when the episode comes out. Yeah, you will see it. Um, but yeah, I took, I did take something. Sorry, Aaron. Aaron's art was our um, set designer, and he was like, "Don't take anything." And I was like, <laughs> "It's already taken." <laughs> you know what? I'm... You're gonna get that phone okay, call. Yeah. Like, I don't know where you are, but I have a very specific set of skills. I'm coming to get it. But yeah, no, that's gonna be fun. And um, that should be out now. If it is, links down in the description box below. Go and check it out. It's BBC, isn't it? BBC Two. A question that I love to ask everyone on the podcast is if you were doing a two-hander in the West End and they came to you and said, listen, we don't know who's going to be your co-star. We've got as much money as we could possibly need. Who do you want to be your co-star? And it has to be somebody alive. Who are you picking? I want to say someone really, I want to say like, like David Tennant, because he was the first person that I ever watched and thought, he's Scottish, I'm Scottish, I can be an actor. So mm. I'd probably pick someone like David Tennant or... Kind of interlinks with my campaign that I've got going on. Um, David Tennant, yes, he does, inter- very much interlinks with... Um, Catherine Tate, please come on the podcast or please do a two-hander <laughs> in the West End with me. Um, it's been hundreds of episodes now I've been calling you out on the weekly and <laughs> you've still not appeared and I'm starting to take it personally. Like, getting a little bit offended, Catherine. Come on, what's she doing? <laughs> yeah, I really admire David Tennant as an actor, so I think, um, and I did a little bit of work with him when I was, like, 12. Um, Let me pick that up for you, that name. <laughs> name that name drop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked it, not going to lie. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just think he's one of the first people I ever looked at and thought, oh, yeah, I like what he does, so yeah, it would be probably David Tennant. Yeah. Catherine Tate for me, yeah. My answer's not going to change, I don't think. It's never, I've listened, it's never changed. Unless it gets to the point where it's like she can't, because it's kind of getting like a little bit stalkerish, but not stalkerish because we're hundreds of miles apart. I like, just need to stop. Like, I'm probably going to get like an injunction or like a cease and desist. Like, you're not talented enough to be with Catherine. Just stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> and it wouldn't shock me because I know she would make me look like a piece of shit and I'm at peace with that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. The reviews would be like Catherine Tate, five stars, the boy on the side of the stage crying. What was he doing? No, I feel like you but you would like match each other's energy. No, I'd look like a piece of shit, and I'm fully aware of that. Like, <laughs> like we're all it's I'm at peace with it. Like I've come to terms with it. It's absolutely fine. So you've got a show at the t- Tron coming up and it's called The Time Machine. Tell us a little bit about it. Um, I auditioned for it like May, so it was quite a little, little, little bit ago. And again, hadn't heard of the show, hadn't heard of like yeah the show yeah so basically it's an adapt an adaptation is that the right word adaptation yeah i think so of hg wells the time machine yeah Um, and it's about three feminists kind of overcoming the end of the world and what that looks like to a diverse group of of females which is really really fun um yeah and it's going on tour so i'll be at the tron for a couple of nights i'll be at the traverse in edinburgh for a couple of nights um and a lot of other theaters so i'm really some big theaters yeah um, I'll be at the Beacon as well, I'm sure. At some point, there's lots of dates everywhere. Um, That's what I'm, I'm trying to break right now. And it's I've found that it's very difficult. But like, how do you get into those big shows that aren't like... Or how do you get into anything that isn't like a Facebook advert of we're doing profit share, do you know what I mean? Like, how do you get called for Moorcroft? That's what I'm like. I think, I think with like shows like Moorcroft, they were looking for very specific type of people. Yeah. I that show i just mean like that caliber yeah it's it's not like 
for talking sake, I'm going to talk about my own show so nobody can shout at me. It what well, it's not two fucking idiots that don't really know what they're doing putting on a show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like how do you get in that Citizens Theatre presents X Y Z show? That's what I'm trying because I I don't know how I feel. I I don't think I'm going to be a TV actor. Okay. I don't think that's what I want to do. Don't get me wrong. Anybody out there that wants to offer me a job, emails in the show notes below. But I think theatre is where my heart's at. Yeah. And it's like, how do I end up in these shows that aren't... Don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with doing shows like This Is Where We Get Off, which is put on by two idiots that don't really know what they're doing. And those two idiots is myself and Heather, just so everybody knows I'm not slagging anyone off. Um, But it's sort of like, how do I do that jump? where you become like you're doing Royal Shakespeare Company, you're at the sits, you're doing the Tron. And that's something that I'm really sort of like, sorry that every casting director in Glasgow has had an email off of me. I think I was like, I was really surprised when I booked the job. I think Mm. I was, I was actually in Scottish Theatre at the time because we were about to do our our festival, end of year festival. And I booked the job and I just burst out crying. But I think, um, yeah it's still like a it's a really hard thing to to get into and i don't think until i'm actually on the stage i'll will have grasped that i'm I'm doing it you're Um, now part of the scottish theater scene yeah exactly and everyone keeps asking me like recently because i've done tv and i'm about to go right into theater like what do you prefer but like i'll like both they're Mm. both they both are so different and but at the same time fulfill me in this in the exact same way did you do because i know we spoke about um lack of our experience in film classes did you do anything externally no because I'm terrified so wait I did like a little bit of child acting when I was like yeah from seven to like 13 so did like Mm. Nina and the Neurons I did like Single Father with David Tennant which was obviously um so I've, I've been on a film set before when I was very very young so I was really terrified um of going on to the set but luckily the producer and the director pulled me out a couple of days before I went actually was due to film so that I could like see the set and see the kind of how everything works which I thought was really really nice of them so I think if you're ever yeah, about to do so nice like just say to your producer like oh do you mind if I come out a few days early to like see the set because I had no idea like I'm like even talking about like the technique of performing for camera. Like, how the yeah. fuck do you do that? Do you know what I mean? I, I for me, it's the same, but I'm just a lot smaller. Yeah. And that's the note I got when I was filming. They were like, just bring it down a bit. Like, you don't, you're not on a stage. Like, just bring it down a bit. But it's something you learn over time. I know I did a few classes at the RCS, but they were looking. How mad is this? The RCS pay people to act for their film class when they have a class. They have like a class of actors. Hello, RCS. I am available. Like, how weird is that? Do you know that um, Glasgow Uni do it as well for their med students? You go on and pretend to be a patient. Oh, really? That's and I think it's good pay. I think it's like 120 quid a day to like lay in a bed and just let people like move your arm. Yeah, that's what the RCS. That's what the RCS was doing. Sign me up. So I did like a little tiny bit in there, but yeah, I think a lot of it, a lot of my time on two doors down was spent watching and listening and observing and then obviously i had my scenes and stuff but a lot of it was just kind mm. of learning from other people and asking a shitload of stupid questions and and just being like okay what's this where do i look where yeah. are we going from like I feel like i need to do a film class any film classes in glasgow want to get in touch i will um give you free advertising in exchange for free classes <laughs> do you know funny. what like it's up there Forty-five thousand people a week listen 
on average um yeah, hit me up um no it, it is it's something that genuinely terrifies me and it's it's something that like keeps me awake at night like but put me on a stage blindfolded and i'll be apps no bother I'd rather go out and somebody say to me on the spot, make up a show for an hour and a half for 500 people right now, or go into that room and film a scene, a two minute scene. I'm going on the stage. Yeah. And I will improv for an hour and a half. I will give you a book recommendation if you want that really, really helped me. Um, it's Is it called... the Nick Handbook one? Is it like a purple cover? Yeah, have you read yeah, it? I, I've, I've not read it, but I've got, yeah, I've got it. So you want to act on screen? It's a really, really good book. Um, I got, it, I think I got it from England, but it just it compares the differences really, really well. Um, for anybody that wants it, it's called "So You Want to Act on Screen" by Michael Bray. But it's a really in the show book. notes below. Um, um, and I read a lot of that before I went on, mm. and it just kind of teaches you. Like I didn't know how long I was going to be sitting about for doing nothing. Yeah, like you sit about for ages, like. Maybe like I I slept a lot of the time filming two doors down because love that you have a lot of free time. Love that you were getting paid to sleep. Yeah, that makes you sound really unprofessional. I know I did my job, guys, but I also yeah. just I also just slept. Um, but <laughs> there's a lot knitting. of free time. <laughs> um, there's a lot, me and Alex Norton who who plays Eric on the show. God bless him. We literally just slept in our trailers. Love that. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, there's a there's a lot of free time. There's a lot of like mm. kicking about whilst cameras change, and there's a lot of like waiting. Yeah, hundred percent. There's long days. Like there's like I was out for like six till eight, six a.m. Love that. Like eight at night. And do you know what it it doesn't for me? I don't know about you. Long days in like the theater don't affect me. I love it. I like I'm thriving. And like when we were in doing Vanity Fair. I was like having the best time of my life. When we got in, I was loving doing what I was doing. Did you come and see it? Or were you one of the people like me that just avoided everyone else's shows? Well, I couldn't because we had to do our festival the same, mm. the same mm. but time. Yeah. But I did hear really good things. I, I avoided everyone's shows like the plague. I have lots of friends that work in SYT, so um, they were telling me lots of good things about it. It was it was fun. I got to play a baddie, um, which is always nice. I, and I got the weirdest compliment of my acting life. Great rape scene. Oh, and I went... Who gave you that? Oh, who was it? It was somebody that worked there, I'm sure. Um, no, it was Lomond. Oh, was it? <laughs> That's who it was. Because <laughs> we'd, we'd done the intimacy workshops with him. Not about the backhanded compliment yeah. there, but... <laughs> like, like, I'm glad the performance was good, and I'm glad that I got across what I wanted to get across, that he was a big arsehole. But I don't know if I like people being like, yeah, you've really done that well. Yeah, I, I remember, like, it did, the news were sold out, I'm sure. And, um, every night. Every night was sold out, yes. Um, I, I think SYT is, is a really good venue. We're going to play a game now. Okay. This is my favourite game in the world um it's called stage right or stage shite there are three stories two of them are the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth and have been submitted by our listeners and if you want to submit a story at home please email us at drama school dropout pod at gmail.com and heather will get that and then one of the stories is a big fat lie that's made up by heather i have the answer in a sealed envelope so i can play along with you because it's the only way that i'll ever do this game and they're my favorite things in the world okay number one I once walked into my dressing room to find my co-star shaving his legs with my razor that I used for my face. He then told me he'd been using my razors since the beginning of the show. That's so normal. That <laughs> That is like, that's like murder territory for me. 
Really? Somebody's shaving their legs with the razor that I use for my face. I know, but it just sounds like that's something that would happen, do you not think? Like it would totally would, and I'd murder the person. I'd be in prison. <laughs> I'd be like I'd be sat with Abby Lee Miller in prison. Like I'd be in the show and she'd be choreographing it. Choreographing it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can say that, she's my friend. Um, it's all good. <laughs> Probably won't make the edit. Number two, I had to do a dance audition on Zoom for a drama school audition and I had to do it in my bedroom. Long story short, I knocked my bookcase over and all of these people just watched as I fe- as all of my books fell on top of me. Wow. That's probably... That's probably true. This is a longer one, number three. I listened to the episode with the story about the Oprah cardboard cutout. For context, somebody filmed a self-tape and didn't realise that their Oprah cardboard cutout was in the background and sent it off. And I had to tell this story. When I was auditioning for drama school, I filmed a joke audition video to send to my friends where I performed this very serious monologue to a cardboard cutout of Sue Sylvester from Glee. And everyone found it hilarious, except the drama school I was applying to because I accidentally uploaded that video instead of the real audition tape. If number three is not real, I'm not playing this game anymore. I feel like it's probably the first one that's fake. Yeah, I'm, I'm going for number one. That would not fly with me. Okay. What would you do if somebody was using your razor? But you'd found out, like, because obviously you're going to just be like, keep the razor now, like that's yeah. yours. But if you found out they'd been continuously using it throughout this entire run. I'd be like, you could have told me, but we need must. <laughs> I'd be like, where's the nearest shower? I feel dirty. So we're both going for number one. Let me open the envelope. Yes. Number yes. one. Yes. Number nice one. one. I love that. I love it when I get it right. Um, We're coming to the end of the podcast now. I know we spoke for ages, but we have a closing tradition on Drama School Dropout, and it is a question from the previous guest to the current guest, which is you. And the question that has been left for you is, what is your go-to karaoke song? Um, Use Somebody by Kings of Leon. Love that. Or um, The Claim by Miley Cyrus. Mine is No Scrubs by TLC. Oh, love it. (laughs) Yep. It's my my life. It's... The only song that you don't need to sing, that's why I do it, because I can't oh, sing. It's not really um, got that much of a melody. <laughs> yeah. What is What question would you like to leave for the next guest? Wait, where can everyone follow you on social media to keep up with what you do? Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. My name is just Gabrielle Monica Hughes. And you can keep up with my, my little life and see what I'm up to. It's always <laughs> fun. Or if, or if she gets too scared of social media, you won't be able to keep up with anything. Yeah, I won't be doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Just be sat in a corner. Every once in a while, we'll get like, a, we'll get like I'm in this. I'm in this. Yeah, exactly. Um, but thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And thank you for coming on and being the last episode of 2022. It's been a crazy fucking year. I know. Um, thank you so much for having me. It's all good. Anytime you want, you can come back. Um, yeah, to all of the listeners out there, thank you so much. It's been the second year of drama school dropout the year that the dropout graduated it's been the year of the magazine it's been the year of the hundredth episode it's been the year of just great guests time after time after time and I'm, I'm so grateful that you're all coming back I hope you are having a lovely holiday break if you're a drama student I hope you all have a lovely Christmas I hope that if you don't celebrate Christmas you're having a lovely seasonal time um I, I don't know how to word that i just hope you're all having a nice time do you know what i mean and i I hope that everybody out there is good and we'll have a happy new year and i don't drink so everyone has to have a drink for me um and get back in steaming yes enjoy be safe yes (laughs) be safe um 
have fun and anything that do drugs be responsible and make bold life choices and be courageous exactly and i think that's 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 what we'll end the year on make bold choices be courageous and do drugs that's what we're gonna end 2022 (laughs) on and i'll be back again um, we're taking a week off at the beginning of January. So we'll be back the second week, which I believe is the 10th, with um, a really great guest, actually. But thank you so much for coming on and joining me. No, thanks so much for having me. It's been a fab time. Amazing. <laughs> I've had a great time. Drama school dropout. No graduation day for you. Drama school dropout. Your whole course, now try something new. Trying to scoot up.